It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. You asked too many questions. She had this uh, little German accent. Well, actually, I don't know what a little German accent would be. It wasn't like she was a little German, like she was a tiny munchkin. Just, I mean, there was a, just a little German in her accent. Probably, it probably wasn't as big as I just acted it out. It was more like, you ask too many questions, you will make God angry. Yeah, that's closer. Even though, i got to be honest, my German accent blurs with my Irish and Swedish I was just, I was just 10 years old. I was sitting in a Sunday school class with this immigrant. You see, I, I didn't really care that she was an immigrant. I just threw that in this day to appear controversial. She had spent the entire Sunday school class with, us, with these 10-year-old kids explaining to a bunch of us impressionable punks that God has a plan for everything, that everything must work out in his plan, that even the ant in the hill, that ant in the hill follows God's plan. Yeah, I'm sorry. This, Even in my 10-year-old twisted mind, this seemed weird. Because here's the truth. I've, I've never seen an ant at a prayer meeting. Never seen an ant at a meeting of any sort. I've, I've never run across a depressed ant off in a corner with two or three other ants cuddled around encouraging the ant to get back to pushing the peas down the road. Nope. You see, ants, unlike us... They got this thing figured out. Here's what an ant thinks, if, if, if an ant thinks, which I assume an ant does think. We just probably would not consider his thinking worthy. But here's what an ant realizes. This is what is available for me to do. I need to do it well, or we're not going to have anything to eat. Ants work. Ants push ants they they had a song a long time ago they push rubber tree plants i don't know whether that's true or not but you know at least it was advertised i've never seen an ant cry uncle i didn't buy into her story even though she had a very convincing german accent there's nothing quite more intimidating the new German accent. Anybody who walks up to you, if they want to impress you, German accents really are great. You know, you will buy this food. Yeah. 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 Put it put it in my cart quickly. After all, I would be very pissed off if my earthly father put together a plan for the rest of my life. You ever think about that? If your earthly father came along, put together a plan for the rest of your life, 
And if people found out he did such a thing, the populace would call this dude an asshole. They might even suggest that I go to court and try to get emancipated so my life could be what? My own? Yes. It's so funny to me that all in the same paragraph, you can listen to people, all in the same paragraph, in the American speech, the American banter, the American lingo, you'll hear the following. My life's my own. No one's going to tell me what to do. So I'm just patiently waiting to find God's will and discover my destiny. What? What? You own it, folks. It's called your life. Just some just last week, somebody uh, asked me and they said, do you know what God's will is? I said, yeah, that's easy. And, and they looked at me totally alarmed and said, easy? I said, yeah. God's will is free will. You decide. I decide. God's not deciding anything. You decide. I decide. You can't give people free will and then pull it back. You know, we can't do that with our kids. We can't say, you are in charge of this chore. Wait, don't do it that way. Get away. I'll take it. They don't learn anything, right? If you're given in the charge of your life, if you're given the mission of taking care of your own concerns, and then suddenly this deity steps in and says, stop, 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 stop. That's ridiculous. Nobody would do it that way. Why are you so crazy? You not only would hate the deity, but you would never have any confidence in your ability to make any kind of decision. If you don't know that you have free will, if that has not yet rattled around in your brain and become a permanent fixture in your thinking, it's probably 50% of your problem. Because I'll tell you right now, as a 10-year-old boy, if I had believed my little German-accented lady, I might have pulled up short of opportunity with that silly question that comes up. I wonder if this is the right thing to do. I wonder if this is God's will. I don't want to jump on board with this and end up missing something God has for me that would have even been better. Why do, why do we keep insisting that everything has to be better? Sometimes things start out crappy, and then they become less crappy, and then they become nearly acceptable, then they become acceptable, and then one day they start getting better because we're working with them, we're learning them, we're, we're doing the thing, we're doing that thing with our body and our mind and our heart and soul. To, we're getting better at it. I think when your daily work schedule, I'm talking about God now, when your God in your daily work schedule involves the operation of, let's say, 730 trillion planets. I'm just ballparking here. He might welcome a little assistance like by you and me 
motivating our own lives and deciding what we'll have to, for dinner without prayer. What you did? Well, the Heavenly Father, should we have rice or should we have mashed potatoes? We well, we beckon your wisdom. You see, folks, you have a past. It's historical. Doggone it. Hopefully it was hysterical. It's already established. Your retelling of it might be a little different than the rendition from your enemy, but somewhere, someone has a balanced view and can tell it straight because you know why? You know why? Because it happened. Meanwhile, you're dwelling in the present. Matter of fact, let's be honest. The present is all that pertains. Whenever we try to gain revenge from the past or an advantage for the future, we always end up miserable, dribbling at the mouth, whistling Dixie in a black church. (laughs) Completely. Completely out of our minds. We're not geared for this stuff. We're not geared to spend time in the past or to spend time in the future. We're not set up to take care of vendettas from our from our people who hurt us in the past. And simultaneously, we're not geared to try to manipulate the circumstances of the future or to sit on our big fat can and wait for the garbage truck to come and pick us up. Because here are four words which I hope will change your life. Four words. You have no future. One, two, three, four. You, that means you, have possess no, none, future. That which is going to happen which you have not yet decided. Are you there? Don't get me wrong. I'm not prophesying your death. I'm not saying that nothing has been determined beyond the 3.3 seconds it takes to say this statement, which now has extended to 5.6 seconds. Nothing is set in stone. Can I clue you? There aren't even blueprints. God does not even have a wish list for you. Because what kind of dad would God be if he controlled your life? I, 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 already, said, I already said I wouldn't put up with that from my earthly parents. And Jesus did not say that God was just a little worse than your dad who lives on Maple Street. Hey, Jesus was downright blunt about it. Am I right? Am I reading this thing right? He said, if your dad is an evil man compared to God, then won't God give you better things than daddy-o? There is no destiny awaiting you. You have to you have to stop living off this rotten bread of you were born to do this or you were born to do something. Oh, look at the little baby. Pick up a fork. I think he's going to be a conductor. Yeah, if they start conducting with forks, I can see your point. The fact that he can grasp things with his hand and move them back and forth does not mean that he's heading for the New York Philharmonic. So therefore, 
I have no choice. Is that what I'm being told by destiny? Oh, it's pretty well locked in. Sorry. Should have come here earlier. Of course, that wouldn't help you anyway because it was already locked in. <laughs> you mean I can't alter my course? I can't pursue the concept of being born again, becoming a new creature? I'm stuck in the muck, out of luck, just one big suck? Ouch. Ouch. John Green, phone home. No thanks. I don't know if I believe that I might be tempted to take an early exit or at least buy a really, really comfortable chair and spend most of my time in it. Just yell across the room. What's God up to with my life? Let me know. You know, kind of give me a daily summary on how God has controlled my being. You, me, we are blank canvases, so grab some color. Get your paintbrush out and get into it. Manipulate the picture. Determine your own portrait. Paint. Damn it. So at the end of the day, you don't have to shake your fist at God or grumble about your neighbors. The choice is made, good or bad, by you. By you. That's why you must not dwell on the past. Memories, memories are a nice place to visit. Just don't bring an overnight bag. At a, at a family gathering, I always know we're headed for trouble when they pull out the old photo albums. I'm not talking about digital pictures on the internet. I'm talking about the old Polaroids stuck in photo albums. Because you quickly discover that people in the room become enlivened because they're allowed to go back to that place they really stopped. There's a picture right there of how they really remember you. And quietly they're saying to themselves, I don't really want to get to know this new person. I like the old one. He's better. It gets that after a while, doesn't it? The nostalgia starts out wearing a festive hat and ends up in brown prison clothes. We're just, we're just not meant to go backwards. Likewise, we must never worry worry away our opportunity for a good future because worry robs us of the hope that we can affect something god damn religion did you hear me god damn religion for telling me that things are set in tablets of stone when there's when there's still fluid and they could be changed if i was just allowed to believe and understand that I am in the game. How about a little less Ten Commandments and a little more Ten Recommendations on good deals? That would be nice. That's why you, you beautiful person, God love you. You must focus on the present. 
You must develop a sense of humor. Yes, truly, a sense of humor about how limited that sometimes makes you feel. You mean this is it? It is 24-hour period. Mm-hmm. What exactly do you expect me to do? Let's see, eight of those hours. I'll be sleeping a couple hours. Going to the bathroom and also eating a few hours of binge-watching television. What do you want me to do with this? You mean I just have today? You're not going to count yesterday? And there's no possibility of me kind of finishing up with a flourish on the morrow? You can seem a little confining, but what's worse? Listen, what's worse is when the clock crosses midnight and the future is now your present. And it doesn't look any different than yesterday's present, which is now the past and doesn't look any different than yesterday because you spent your time yearning for the future. Why is the present so important? Why do I need all of my faculties to be involved in it? Why do I need my nose pointed in the direction of what is in front of me? Because obstacles and blessings, obstacles and blessings, obstacles and blessings stumble across your path and will alter your journey. The power you have is that if you're, that if you're looking for them, if you've got your eyes open, you can steer them towards solving your problems instead of crippling you with circumstances. So what should your profile be? What should my profile be? Since the past is gone and reflecting on it only makes you seem old and decrepit and the future is yet to be achieved because I haven't decided it. I haven't made my choice with free will. Then carve out a beautiful present with the confidence that your present effort will carry long shadows. Oh my God. What I did today crashes down like a meteor from outer space onto tomorrow. So since it's going to do that, I need to steer. I, I need to grab the steering wheel. You can cry that Jesus take the wheel, but usually he'll sit over there and go, I'm sorry, I can't get out of my seatbelt. You're the steerer. It's called free will. So take the wheel and land your daily efforts onto a safe place for tomorrow's possibilities. Yes, what you do today certainly proves the way for the possibilities for tomorrow. That means that last half hour at the end of your evening is so important. Oh, gosh. Just a chocolate full of appreciation and gratitude. Look at the spreadsheet of the day and open up the log of your activity and always make sure you end up with a sum total that's in the plus instead of the minus just that energy carried into the next morning will create doorways it'll let you know that you have choice you're here because god trusts you because here's what you need to remember here's what i need to remember daggone it Here's what Jesus Christ had to remember when he was an earthling. Don't spend so much goddamn time thinking. Your brain is a bear trap. And if it closes on you, 
It's a hellish thing to try to escape or even to try to reopen. Contemplation is overrated. It takes us to places where we pout or worse, doubt, instead of thinking about how we care by becoming aware. You're not a mess. You're not confused. You're, you're not cursed. Your destiny is not less or more than anyone else's, but rather waits to be unleashed by the faith you use in the present to plant seeds for tomorrow. Listen to this. Get quiet for a second. You are precisely where you are. No amount of thinking, complaining, lying, or cheating is going to change who you are and where you are right now. In other words, if you just killed someone, you are presently a murderer. What you do next will determine your future. If you just donated $600 million to charity, that's what you are right now. That action was set in motion to help guide you by selecting your future with your own free will. For your past has taught you, your present embraces you, and your future awaits your beckoning command. So here, here, my friends, sweet, sweet friends, here's the good news. God does not have a wonderful plan for your life. He has given you a wonderful life for your plan. And the better news, God has packed his bag to go along with you with both summer and winter clothes. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.